The Gem City Sports Network presents the Kevin Porter Show. A look back at last week's game and a look ahead at this week's opponent. Today's show is being brought to you by Central State University. For God, for Central, for State. By Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel. A big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports and Central State Athletics. Right here on the Gem City Sports Network. And now, let's talk to the coach, Kevin Porter. Here's your host and the voice of the Central State Marauders, Doug Brown. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this season premiere of the Kevin Porter Show. My name is Doug Brown, and each and every Thursday night we'll be doing this, talking to the coach and getting his thoughts on the the, uh, previous game, I should say, as uh, we're going to take a look at the Mississippi Valley State game and also the Dayton game here on this segment but next week, we will be talking about the game versus Tuskegee and a look ahead at the home opener versus Allen. But getting back to the uh, Mississippi Valley State, the Marauders, they won the game 24-21 on a 32-yard field goal by Jose Chairs with just 14 seconds left in the contest. Mississippi Valley State went ahead 7 to nothing in the first quarter. Uh, with 12:34 left, they they got a touchdown and an extra point, and it was seven to nothing. Then, with 2:35 left in the first uh, first quarter, Kaz Dina uh, scored his first touchdown of the year, and Jose Chairs made the the extra point, and that was a Dina one yard run. The extra point was good. Seven plays, 80 yards in two minutes and 26 seconds. We were tied at seven apiece. Mississippi Valley State scored again, made it 13-7, to and that was the score at the halftime. But then Saint, uh, Central State came roaring back in the third quarter. Uh, uh, Jeremiah Flores caught his first of two touchdown passes that day from Alec Lewis. Lewis uh, threw a 17-yard pass to Flores, and, and uh, Chairs made the extra point. It was 14-13. Now, in that uh, when uh, Mississippi Valley State scored in that first or second quarter, they missed the extra point. It was blocked. So then uh, in the fourth quarter, Mississippi Valley State comes back and scores again, and it makes it 21-14. They had they made the extra two point conversion, and it was good. So it's now 21 to 14. Central State would tie it up on Flores' second touchdown pass from Alec Lewis. It was a five-play, 75-yard uh, scoring drive. The time of possession was just 59 seconds. Chairs made the extra point. We're tied at 21. And then uh, that set up, and that was with 4.35 to go. I thought we were going overtime. But they get the ball back, and Chairs puts up a 32-yard field goal with just four seconds left. Marauders win 24-21. Now last week they traveled to the university. They traveled to uh, Welcome Stadium to take on the University of Dayton Flyers. Dayton, uh, they're a good ball club. They're going to be fun to watch 
here in the Dayton area, as well as the Central State Marauders. The Marauders are going to be very good this year, I believe. And uh, so they had to, uh, they went down to Welcome Stadium, the newly refurbished Welcome Stadium, and Dayton beat them 62-24. to But the, the guys did not quit. They did not quit no matter what. They had a couple of uh, turnovers that killed them that led to touchdowns for Dayton. And otherwise, they would have been in the game. They really would have been in the game. Um, the uh, Flyers got uh, got on the board. They scored four times, making it twenty-seven to nothing. Uh, going into uh, later in the second half, and with ten thirteen left in the half, uh, Jeremiah Flores caught his third touchdown of the year from Alec Lewis. And six play, eighty-five yard drive for in two twenty-five. It was twenty-seven to seven, and then with a buck fifteen left in the first half, Jose Chairs made a uh, a thirty-two yard field goal. Fifteen plays on the drive, sixty-six yards in four minutes and twelve seconds. At the end of the first half, it was twenty-seven to ten. And then Dayton got a couple of uh, scores. Uh, Bubonics, Sam Bubonics caught a sixteen-yard pass from Cole Dow. 34 to 10, and then a uh, safety as Casdina was uh, caught in the end zone, trying to get out of the end zone. He was caught, and it was a safety, and it was 36 to 10. But this is where the guys did not quit. With 6:24 left in the third, Brandon Brock caught a six-yard pass from Alec Lewis. It was uh, Jose Chairs made the extra point. Six six plays, 41 yards, a minute and 44 seconds left. And it was 36 to 17. They, and then uh, Dayton turns the ball over, and with 5:55 left in the third quarter, Dayton uh, gets within two uh, two uh, uh, 12 points or two two uh, possessions. A two possession game is what I was trying to say. Xavier Price scored on a two yard run, and uh, Chairs made the extra point. Four plays, 38 yards, and just 25 seconds. So that's how quick these these guys can score. So that made it 36-24. And then it was all Dayton after that. Webster, Sam Webster made two field goals to make it uh, 39-24. Then a, uh, a fumble recovery, a touchdown by uh, Cole Dow, a one-yard run, and then another interception that was brought, that was, uh, brought back for TD. So you take around, you take those fourteen points off, and you're looking at forty-two twenty-four, and that could have been a whole new ball game. So the turnovers hurt, and the penalties hurt. So uh, now they regroup. They'll head to Tuskegee for the weekend. The kickoff is set for two o'clock down there in Tuskegee. Uh, One o'clock down there, two o'clock our time. So we'll talk about that and more. Right after this, with the head coach of the Central State Marauders and Kevin Porter, we'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Kevin Porter Show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hey, sports fans. You all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. 
Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. Become a donor and believer in the mission of Central State University. Help CSU thrive for years to come. To learn more, go to www.csubelievers.com. Our new funding website is safe, easy to use, and can be easily accessed from any mobile device. Visit www.csubelievers.com. Become a CSU Believer today. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Central State is the most affordable four-year public university in the state of Ohio. With stellar academics and affordability, we provide a high-value education to our students. Joining us now is the head coach of the Central State Marauders, Kevin uh, Porter. And, Coach, uh, we talked about the first game. Uh, I said something about the first game, a great game up at Chicago. Talk about that game, and then we'll talk about the game last week versus UD. Well, I think, uh, you know, we learned a lot uh, about ourselves in Chicago. You know, I think the the team, you know, obviously the first game is going to be some, uh, you know, some anxiety and some things are, uh, aren't going to go well for you at times. I thought I uh, fought through a lot of adversity during the football game. Um, again, it's when you're playing up and you're playing against uh, – uh, you know, a group of guys, you know, might have uh, maybe better players than you, but, you know, I felt like our guys continued to fight throughout the football game, uh, were able to stay close in the fourth quarter and get an opportunity, put themselves in a situation where we got an opportunity to win. Now, now uh, they were, they're uh, Division One school, right? Correct. Well, that, that was a, I, I was watching that game and I, when uh, Jose made that extra or that uh, field goal at the end, there I was jumping up and down, and I don't usually do that. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that was that was, a, that was a, uh, not a good sight. But anyway, uh, that was a great game, and uh, I know everybody that was up there was happy that uh, we got the big W up there, and uh, and then uh, we come home and with the momentum on our side, and uh, then all of a sudden you know. Uh, we play Dayton and talk about that game. But, uh, again, uh, another good opportunity for us. You know, I think for us, uh, the way we 
our schedule is set up. It puts us in position here early in the season to play against some some really tough competition. Uh, and Dayton is no different than that. Uh, traditionally, uh, a great football program. It was a, a great chance for us to again play against really good competition. And I was uh, disappointed we didn't get we didn't start well on defense. Um, you know, I think we didn't start well on defense in Mississippi Valley either, but, you know, we were able to regroup in the, the uh, on the second series and start playing better defense. And we just didn't do that the other day. Um, again, just made, uh, made some early season mistakes in the football game and got down, uh, you know, got down by a couple touchdowns. Um, but I was proud of our kids. They, they they fought back and fought hard to uh, put themselves in a position, got it to a two-possession game. Uh, but then right there at the, you know, throughout the third quarter, but then in the fourth quarter, really just kind of let go of the rope, you know. So uh, a lot of things we learned from the football game about ourselves. Uh, but, you know, got to give a lot of credit to Dayton. They're, uh, they're doing, uh, doing, great, doing great things over there uh, with the new coach. Now, uh, yeah, they had uh, two defensive touchdowns, uh, and then the, also the the safety. Um, that 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 was the difference in the game, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I, I think um, when you look at some of those things, the game is, you know, it's obviously a little closer than than it's, but again, you know, when you're playing tough competition this early in the season, you you hope that down the road it pays off. Yeah, Alec uh Alec last week was twenty four forty five for two hundred and twenty two yards, two touchdowns and one one pick. Uh, the only downside he was he was uh, sacked a couple of times too. And uh um Todd Gregory or, or T J Gregory, um six catches sixty two yards. Talk about him and and his his play on Saturday. Yeah, and I take T J, you know, it's uh you know, he's a, a kid that's really worked hard to put himself in position to play. He's uh, one of our kids that spent the, the, the whole summer here training and working out and getting ready for the season so that he would be able to to put himself in a position where he would be able to help us help the team and help the offense and just really proud of him and the progress that he's made. And Alec Lewis, uh, he's, he's, he's become – he's turned into a great quarterback here in Central State. Alex is doing a great job. Um, and I think he's already over 500 yards passing the first two games, you know. So um, he's doing a great job managing the offense, making sure that the ball goes to where it's supposed to go. Uh, right here at the beginning of the season, we've got to do a better job running the football. Uh, so we're going to have to uh, ask our offensive line to, to do a better job when we have – I mean, we don't run it a lot, but when we do, we expect it to be productive. So you have uh, you have a nice little trip going down to uh, Tuskegee, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, right after this timeout. You're listening to the Kevin Porter Show here on the Jump City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, 
McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler, Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Our overall vision of the program is really to try to restore the program to its original prominence. I think that we've got a great legacy to build up on and our student athletes, uh, the football players in particular, have a great opportunity this season and into the future to put Central State back on the map as a powerhouse football program. Great day to be a Marauder. You know. Back here on the Kevin Porter Show, they the uh, guys are getting set to load the buses up and head down to uh, Alabama to take on the Tuskegee uh, Golden Tigers. And, uh, Coach, uh, they've played two two games this year, and uh, both against um, uh, the SIAC teams. Talk about what you know about uh, Tuskegee. Well, um, Tuskegee is, is, is and has been the gold standard in our league. They've uh, won a bunch of championships. They've won more games in Division Two than any other football program, uh, any other HBCU program. So uh, it's always uh, a real opportunity when you get to, to play against that kind of tradition. They've consistently been very good. Uh, actually played in the championship game last year. Um, when I was at Fort Valley, we played them in the championship game, so they're no stranger to uh, success. Uh, and I think they're a, a program and a team that, you know, we have to feel confident that we can uh, emulate what they've done and, and hopefully do it better. Now, they've uh... – Looking at their schedule here, they played. Uh, let's see, they they played uh, um, Kentucky State last week on the road, and in the first game they played your old school, Fort Valley State, and they won both games. Fort Valley, they won Fort uh, 37-31 at Fort Valley State, and that was in Montgomery. And then last week they traveled up to Kentucky State and beat the uh, Thoroughbreds 36 to 10. So. Um, the uh, their offense, they're they're scoring some points. Yeah, and they just kind of picked up picked up where they left off last year. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge for us defensively to 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 get a, put ourselves in a position where we've got opportunities to get stops and get get the ball back to our offense. Uh, and offensively, we've just got to uh, continue to grow, uh, continue to grow with the new quarterback. We got some new receivers in there. Uh, and, you know, all five guys on the offensive line are new. So uh, it's going to take those guys a little time to gel. And until they do defensively, we've got to be able to to hold it down until they until they're start start clicking on all cylinders. Now, what, what kind of offense do they like to do? They, are they uh, mixed between pass and run? Yeah, Tuskegee's, uh, you know, traditionally been a, a tight end heavy, heavy team. So there'll be some tight ends in there. Um, uh, sometimes they operate with the tight end and a fullback and some 21 personnel. Sometimes they're in 10. So they're multiple in what they do, but uh, their goal is to run the football. 
And so the defensive guys are going to have to uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, they don't like to pass at all. Oh, no, they'll, they'll throw it now. Oh, okay. uh, but like I said, their, their primary goal is to run the football. So we got to, on defense, we're going to have to bring our hard hat because it's going to be a uh, <laughs> work day. Uh, uh, who, who's their, their key personnel? I mean, uh, the running back, quarterback, are they the, the keys to everything up there, down there? Yeah, they are. Um, but I, I would say that for them offensively uh, and defensively, you know they're they're very good on both sides of the ball in, in the trenches. They're uh, you know they they've got some solid defensive linemen who are very active, and then offensively, uh, their offensive guys are, are big and, and they play physical. So we're gonna have to be able to match their intensity on both sides of the ball uh, up front. Uh, talk about their defense. What do they run? Uh, defensively, I mean, they look a little like us. Um, they're based out of a four-two-five. I think against us because we throw it so much, uh, you'll see a bunch of that. Um, but they, uh, you know, they mix it up some. They, you know, they play some zone. They play some. Action. Just be uh, just have to see what have what they're looking looking like on Saturday. I noticed uh, in the game on uh, this past Saturday against Dayton, and also the game at. Uh, up in Chicago, that uh, you guys, uh, you guys were able to move the ball pretty well. Uh, you had a lot of uh, a lot of people to throw to. Uh, is that going to be the same again this week? Yeah, I mean, I think that we're getting uh, getting more comfortable with uh, with our personnel, and our personnel is getting more comfortable with the scheme on offense. You know, we've had moments where we've uh, been able to move the ball. Uh, but then we've had those moments where we put ourselves in, in tough situations, maybe with a penalty or a drop ball or something like that, that, uh, you know, kind of puts us off schedule. So we've just got to, like I said, we just got to keep practicing hard, keep uh, and keep understanding that every day is important. And, you know, it's, it's not just game day. You know, everything that happens before game day has to be important for us, and I think if we can continue to do that, you know, we feel like we had a good week of practice this week, so we can continue to do that, you know, then we've got a, we've got an opportunity uh, throughout the season, but we just got to take it week by week. Well, now that the, uh, I like to call it the preseason is over with, yeah, after playing uh, Mississippi Valley State and Dayton, now that you, now comes the, uh, the real season when you uh, battle the SIAC. Yep, so we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to getting into a conference schedule um, and, and playing against the teams in our conference, playing against the two competition. Uh, so we're uh, we're excited. Uh, the game is uh, just a couple of days away here, so we will uh, look forward to to getting down there. Okay, and uh, then then you got a couple of home games, so you won't be loading up on the buses for. For a couple of weeks, that's going to be nice being at home. Then we'll be nice playing at home uh, after uh, after playing basically three on the road. Um, you know, three really tough games on the road here. So, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll deal with Allen uh, next week. But right now, we're just focused on Tuskegee. Well, Coach, uh, good luck to you, and uh, we'll talk again next week. All right, Doug. You take care. We'll be right back with more after this. You're listening to the Kevin Porter Show here on the Gem City Sports Network.
A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Back here on the Kevin Porter Show, I want to thank the coach for coming on and talking about the first two games of the season. They are one and one, and now they will travel down to Tuskegee to take on the Tuskegee Golden Tigers at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be televised or not. You can log on to Tuskegee's uh, website to see if it is going to be streamed, and hopefully it will be so we can sit here and watch the Marauders and the Golden Tigers. Next Saturday, though, you can see them in person as they take on the Allen Yellow Jackets at McPherson Stadium. You can get tickets. They are on sale right now at uh, go to MaraudersSports.com. Go over to tickets and select how many tickets you want to come over to McPherson to uh, check out the Marauders and also the Invincible Marching Marauders as they will perform at halftime. And looking forward to that. So, uh, all that and more next Saturday at uh, McPherson Stadium. So Coach and I will be back next Thursday for a review of the Tuskegee game and a look ahead at Allen. We'll do that next Saturday night, or next Thursday night, 7 p.m., right here on the Gem City Sports Network. Until then, this is Doug Brown saying so long and go Marauders. Bring home a big W from Tuskegee. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to the Kevin Porter Show here on the Jump City Sports Network. Today's show has been brought to you by Central State University, for God, for Central, for State. By Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio. By the USO. 
and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports here in the Miami Valley, as well as Central State Athletics. Join us next time as we talk Central State Marauder football right here on the Gem City Sports Network.